0: Hello everyone, it's Becca, and welcome back to the Queer Ascendancy. Now you may be wondering, where the heck is Kels? Where are they at? Well, they can't record a podcast episode right now, and they gave me the go-ahead to do a solo one. So, here I am, all by myself. We'll see what happens. We'll see how long this even... This may not be like a super long episode... Because it's harder when it's like on your own, <laughs> but I'm going to do my best because there are some things I figured I could talk about. Even if we talked about it in previous episodes or I've talked about it on my TikTok many times, I can do what I want and so I'm going to. <laughs> um, I am currently recording this at 10.51pm on a Sunday night because I have a chronic condition called GERD and it's been acting up recently. So that's not a vibe. And well, recently, it acts up every day, but it's it's I'm having a really bad flare-up right now. So I can't go to sleep. Um, also, if you hear any random noises, it is like snowing and freezing rain where I am right now. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, so my name is Becca. For those of you that don't know, my pronouns are she, her. And my Star Wars theme song, this is a question that I came up with is race theme. Originally, I was going to pick Omega's theme, but as I was thinking about, I'm like, but Ray's theme is kind of more like softer and Omega's is more like in your face. Like, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you listen to, they're both beautiful. And I originally was going to pick Omega's theme because I love it so much, but I think like I embody Ray's theme. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. Because I also really love Ray and I can Ray. Um, which me and Kels really need to do an episode (laughs) about our Star Wars kin list because I'm sure it's quite interesting. I think we talked about this before. I don't remember. Maybe we did and it wasn't in a podcast episode, but I'm going to go with race theme. So, yeah. And the first thing I'm going to be talking about is my thoughts on The Book of Boba Fett, the first three episodes. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I I already forget some things. Only because, like, my brain... I've been going through a lot, okay? But from what I remember... Sorry, I'm playing with my pen. <laughs> I, I desperately need fidget toys. Desperately. Um, but my thoughts, initial thoughts... I... So far, my favorite episode is episode two. And also, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the first three episodes that are out of The Book of Boba Fett, you probably shouldn't be listening right now. Or you'll get Spoiled. And if you don't care, well, I guess you're built different. Um, my favorite episode was episode two. I thought it was super beautiful that Boba was, you know, defending the Tuscans and teaching them and connecting with them and learning, like, some of their beliefs and their practices and things like that. And just, like, I I just thought it was really cool that he was kind of like helping them in a sense like reclaiming their power from especially from the pikes who were being ridiculous i like that he kind of taught them and showed them how to defend themselves because they may not like know about this crazy technology that the pikes have so can be like here here's how you can defeat this technology and gave them that like information that knowledge to help them grow i guess and his connection with them was absolutely beautiful to me and i just i loved it so much that he started to form like special bonds with certain like the baby tusk and the child um the our warrior queen and the leader i absolutely loved um that whole storyline and the end scene of episode two made me cry like i was tearing up it was it just it was so like there were no words like they didn't need to speak to each other they just it was just so i don't know i don't have thoughts i don't have thoughts i don't have words (laughs) you guys are probably like what is this girl doing i'm doing my best but it was absolutely beautiful episode three um I'm not trying to sound like a jerk, but it, it it wasn't my favorite. I'm still trying to, like, come to terms with, the, like, that little biker gang group and, like, their character design. But someone made a good point that, like, in the prequels, people were dressed funky. And I was, like, very true. Because I wasn't, like, for me at first, I was, like, oh, this doesn't really feel like Star Wars. But then someone, like, someone made a good point and was calling out people who were, you know, thinking like that like but in the prequels people literally dressed like that and i was like you know what that's valid i just have to get used to the character design i guess because i'm so i don't know i'm just used to everything else and that is like it was just a big it was a big like whoa to me and like the little motorcycles I, i'm gonna be honest with you it's really <laughs> it's really hard to take them seriously when they have motorcycles looking like that um um i also am not a fan of i don't remember i already don't remember if i already talked about this or not but i'm gonna keep talking about it regardless if i did or did not see this is why i need Kels because i can't remember anything um i don't like what the writers did to the tuscans i don't like that they basically that the writers basically used the Tuscans to uplift Boba's storyline. Like, I can't... Like, we all... A lot of us probably knew that that was how it was going to go anyway. Because it's the Book of Boba Fett. But it was just kind of upsetting that, like... They didn't have to, like, kill them off. But they... And obviously, like, they're setting it up for, like... Boba getting revenge. For the Tuscans. By going after the Pikes. That's probably... That's most likely what's going to happen. And I just... I wish they could have done it differently because I really loved the Tuscan storyline and I, I thought it was super interesting and beautiful, um, and I genuinely was so disappointed that they got killed off that quickly in the episode. It I don't know, it felt it just felt wrong. It felt disrespectful because they wrote this beautiful episode in episode two and then episode three. There's like oh we're gonna like un we're just going to take away all of that in the first few minutes of episode 3 and i didn't like that um <laughs> i episode 1 cuz i'm going back i'm trying to remember i <laughs> again i loved his interactions with the tuscans and i like i don't know it just kind of showed them in a more intimate way which is what episode 2 did as well like what i like really liked about the first two episodes is that we really got to- get a look into like what some of the tuscans are like what they think how they act what they believe because up until this point we really don't have in like you know in tv shows or movies we don't really have that much showcasing the tuscans and what i liked about i'm going back to episode two because i love it so much what i liked about episode two also is that they started showing subtitles for like the tuscan tuscans talking I wish the Star Wars would have done that from the beginning, Um well, because I want to know what they're saying. I, I believe that their words are important and all we get in terms of translation usually for them is someone else just translating it. We don't get subtitles like we do for like, you know, when the Huts talk, you know? <laughs> so I really appreciated that. I thought it was really important. Um and I absolutely- I just- Like, the first two episodes- Especially episode two, Chef's Kiss. Episode three, um... Well, we- mm, uh, Anyways. <laughs> um, I- you pro- See, when I record an episode with Kels, we will talk about Boba in more detail. And talking with them will help me organize my thoughts much better. But these are my initial thoughts. Um yeah but so far I do like the book of Boba Fett I will I originally was like oh I don't know like Boba Fett's like cool I guess but like he's not like my favorite character but I was like well, I'm gonna watch it for Fennec Chan she's like she was like barely in <laughs> she was barely in <laughs> episode two and I just I hope we get backstory for her too I know it's the book of Boba Fett first and foremost but if she's gonna be there, like be his like right hand woman, we deserve backstory for her too. Her character is so interesting, but I really am interested in Boba Fett's journey. I went into watching this like like not having really any like expectations, not like low expectations or high expectations. I just didn't have any. I was more watching it for Fett's sham because I am first and foremost a lesbian. And then I was, and then especially with episode two, I was like really interested in what was backstory and his journey and what he's learning and like stuff like that. And so now I'm like invested in his story as just as much as Phoenix. Well, okay, wait, that might be a lie. I'm still like, I just really want to know more about chance. Yeah. that's it, that's all I want. Um. But yeah, those are my initial thoughts on the book of Boba Fett. I know that that was probably the most unorganized, jumbled mess that you've ever heard in your entire life. But I haven't done, like, a solo podcast episode in such a long time. I used to have another podcast before I started this one with Kels. And it was me alone talking. And sometimes it's really hard when you don't have someone else, like... You know, you're bouncing off, like, opinions and ideas with. So we're we're doing our best over here. Um... The next thing I wanted to discuss, because I made a TikTok about this, is homophobia in the Star Wars community. This is something I talk about quite frequently, and I don't think it's talked about enough, which is why I'm discussing it. Me and Kelsey, because I honestly don't remember what we talked about in past episodes, I really don't. <laughs> so we may have talked about it before, but I know I talked about it on TikTok. And I think it's really important to bring up and discuss, um, because it, it's important and it impacts our community. Because Star Wars should be a safe space for anyone and everyone who likes Star Wars, but in this fandom that's not always the case, especially if you are not a straight white cisgender male and if me saying that offends you you you're listening to the wrong podcast i I've taught i know I've mentioned this before many times on different platforms I have got like i rem- whenever I post an LGBTQ headcanon or saying, like, a Star Wars character is gay or talking about my favorite Star Wars gay ships or, like, something like that, I will always get comments on TikTok, always get comments saying, like, why does it matter? Why does your sexuality matter? Like, why, like, this is, like, wrong or, like, something like that. And the reason that it matters, the reason why queer representation matters so much is because... I know that like when I was a kid watching movies and TV, we didn't really have a lot of representation. And I know for me as a queer woman as a lesbian woman, what I saw of like les especially like sapphicness it was presented in a very like wrong, dangerous, provocative kind of way. Like, I know this isn't, like, a TV show or a movie, but, for example, I Kiss a Girl by Katy Perry. I mean, I won't admit it's catchy, it's bop, but it is very, like... <laughs> just the whole point of the song, she's like, I'm using you as my experiment and all of that, and I'm like, I don't... It's just, you. you, you guys know the song. Most people know the song. It's just, it's not cool. We don't... And now, like, with society slowly, slowly evolving. We're starting to get more representation in different medias. Like, for example, I'm obsessed with the Owl House. And without spoiling, there are multiple LGBTQ plus characters in the Owl House. There is a non-binary character. There are multiple, like I said, multiple like queer characters. And that's really important. That's super important. And <laughs> it just... I mean, it doesn't surprise me when homophobes get so mad about something like me saying that, like, Rey Skywalker's pansexual. Like, you don't have to agree. And you could be like, I think she's straight. And I'm congrats. You're allowed to believe that. That's the cool thing about headcanons. Um, But the reason that representation in Star Wars is so important to Star Wars fans is because we don't have a lot of it. Like, we don't have a lot of it. We don't. We don't, we have more of it in books and the comics, but we really don't in like the TV shows and the movies. And that's important because it normalizes being queer. It normalizes, you know, our experiences and just, it It just makes us feel seen and heard, you know? And I know that like sometimes with queer rep it's not good queer some queer representation is not good at all and you know I had a discussion with um a couple of people about this on Darth Chaco's podcast where we talked about like queer rep and like good rep and bad rep for Star Wars and like who we thought was you know good and bad like for example Tarkin he why like no offense but like why was he of all the characters, they could have made a canon gay person. They made Tarkin that person. Instead of, like, I don't know. Poe. <laughs> like, like Poe Dameron is is a very fruity man. And I it aggravates me that Tarkin is a canon queer character, but not Poe Dameron. It doesn't make any sense in my brain but i and there comes to a point where like there's no point in arguing with these people because they're not gonna they don't want to listen and i think that's like the main issue in the star wars fandom with like homophobes they're asking all these questions but then they don't want to listen to the answers like they ask me like why do you think this way why does sexuality matter and then i tell them and then they still try to argue with me or they just go they just miss the point they don't listen They're not grasping what I'm saying. And it comes to a point where I'm like. How many times do I have to say it? (laughs) Like how many times do queer people have to say like. We deserve to be seen. And heard. And represented. It. It shouldn't like. Be this big debate. But unfortunately it is. And. The Like I just. Star Wars is. For anyone. You like it let people enjoy it it literally like <laughs> if someone wants to call like luke skywalker gay who cares literally people would be like well their sexuality doesn't matter to their character i'm like okay exactly so then why can't someone just say that a character's gay why does it matter then like why does it matter so much to you It only matters to these people when people say that they're queer characters. Because everyone just assumes that being, like, straight and cis is the norm. And when someone challenges that norm, people go berserk. Essentially. Um, Like, I've had many people tell me, like, to uh, go off myself. I've, like, people have said such terrible things to me for simply saying, Oh, I think this character could be, like, a little fruity. And they get so mad about it. But then when you say like, oh, you're being homophobic. They're like, no, I'm not. I just don't like X, Y, and Z. I'm like, that's homophobic. <laughs> like, I, Like when a gay person says you're being homophobic, you don't get to debate it. You don't get to like say that you're not. That's not how it works. And I think the homophobia in the Star Wars fandom is so like, it's just, I can't, I can't. It's just, it's bad. It's not good. And the issue with, you know, Star Wars Eclipse that's going on. It, some people just genuinely don't understand why people want to boycott this game. <laughs> and they won't do research. Like, they won't do their own research on it. People are coming onto queer people's pages and arguing and blah, blah, But they're not doing their own research. It, like, David Cage said what he said like it's there it's so easy to google it I did it I read it I looked at what he said I looked at other sources like (laughs) queer people are not required to educate you on everything like we can say hey this person did a bad thing here's a little bit about it you should do research on this so you can form your own opinion you know like I know for some people like that could that that's hard, and I get that. But like in general, for most people, it's not difficult to do that. And I just because I see I see it more on Twitter for Star Wars Eclipse, where people will go after people who are boycotting it. Where it's like I don't remember the exact hashtag. I think it's like Star Wars Eclipse blackout or something. Something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head, and I apologize for that. But, um, like, I'll see queer people talking about why they're boycotting the game, and then I'll read because my brain just love like, don't know. She just loves, I-, I don't know why I love aggravating myself so much by reading comments on people's posts, but I do. I guess I just want to see what people are I- S- seeing, what people think, but knowing what they're going to say. And then me acting surprised that people's... Like, Bestie, you know what they're going to say. And I knew what they were going to say. Because they were literally saying... Saying they're like, it doesn't matter. You don't have to play if you don't like it. Like, don't ruin it for other people. What? I'm sorry, but... It's just a video game. It's not being ruined for other people. Like, it... Homophobia... And sexism... Bigotry, all of the things should not be taken lightly. And I think it says a lot about Lucasfilm when they're supporting and allowing someone who has said very, very crappy things to create a game for the High Republic, which is one of the most inclusive areas of star wars and i only read light of the jedi but i know about the high republic like I, a lot of my tiktok mutuals talk about it kelse is probably the biggest high republic fanatic that i know um so there i do know things and i know that the high Re, the high republic is already so much more inclusive than any other area of star wars when it comes to just like most things like queer rap i mean star wars has a long ways to go don't be fooled but i just i don't think that someone like him should be making a star wars game because it says a lot about the company about lucasfilm when they're allowing someone who has said terrible things to create this game it says a lot they're like yeah we endorse this person we trust this person we like this person, and I know that like David Cage is one person, and I know that you know can't blame all the workers, blah, blah um, and I get that. But at the same time, I, do, it's just not, it's not it, that that's it, and again, this is something I do want to discuss with Kels because I'm sure they have a lot of thoughts on this. But I figured I would just start talking about it now. Get the conversation rolling. Because I'm just talking alone. So I'm kind of just spewing out what my brain is doing and thinking, I guess. That doesn't make any sense. But anyways. um, And this episode isn't as funny. Because some of our episodes are usually funnier. (laughs) So I'm I'm sorry that it's more serious. No, I'm really no. I'm not sorry. Um, I need to not apologize all the time. I feel like that's something Ray Skywalker would do. Ray Skywalker would apologize all the time because she definitely has anxiety. No doubt about it. Ray Skywalker. Well, I can her, so. Um, I think I said that already, but I do. I ken Ray Skywalker, and she definitely has anxiety. I have decided. Anyways, yeah, sorry. I keep clicking my pen, so if you hear that, I i'm not sorry it's just something you're gonna have to deal with um next this is something i've discussed many times on tiktok and even and i think either in a first or no the second maybe the second podcast episode i'm going to go into an in-depth analysis of grogu capitalism because it is a topic that's very important to me and i truly believe it should be studied in colleges i think it is a fascinating concept because you think about like rainbow capitalism if you don't know what rainbow capitalism is rainbow capitalism is um like large corporations using like pride month and like pride merch to get brownie points and make money because that's what capitalism is it's all about making money um So, basically, Grogu Capitalism is the same exact thing. They use Grogu on literally every Star Wars merch ever so that they can make a crap ton of money because he was a very popular character when The Mandalorian was out. I mean, he's still a popular character, obviously, because he still has a crap ton of merch. But I'm saying, I feel like there was even more hype for him, like, especially when he first was introduced. Like, they milked this character that sounds so weird but you you get what i'm saying like, they use this character so much and it's ridiculous but like and i complain about Grogu capitalism constantly but i participate in it i have a grogu beanie i have two diff i have two different sizes of grogus um like stuffed grogus i have mandalorian Shirts with Grogu on them. I have Grogu socks. <laughs> um I participate in Grogu capitalism, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Uh, at first, I was, but I'm like, you know what? No, like I can't. Just like rainbow, rainbow capitalism. Sometimes I do fall for it. Sometimes I do, because sometimes some of the pride merch is actually cute. And you know what? I'm gonna say this to all the queer people that make fun of other queer people who wear pride merch stop do something else anyways just the same thing like for anyone that bullies anyone who wears Grogu merch do something else who cares who literally cares what like he's just like a green frog like it's not that deep um but literally like this this like 50 year old baby is taking over the universe like he like because I remember I said this in the podcast it transcended from grogu capitalism to like a grogu empire he truly has like his own empire at this point like it started with capitalism and now it's progressed into something more and it's escalating and he can't be stopped grogu cannot be stopped he is a force to be reckoned with he's a menace to our society he is president of the united states he is everything he is the moment Like, you literally can't stop this kid. Like, he's on a roll. Okay? Like, first of all, he got to be in the presence of Luke Skywalker, Fennec Shand, Bo-Katan, Din Djarin. Like, what what a lucky little fella. (laughs) What a lucky little guy. I... (laughs) I can't with myself. But, yeah, so <laughs> my brain's malfunctioning now, so I really don't have much else to say. so this is a very short episode it's a little little queer sentence short, but my throat's starting to hurt because, like I have said before, I have GERd, and it destroys my throat so i I apologize for the mess that was this podcast episode. It is much different than the other episodes because I usually have at least one other person with me. So it's different this time and I have no idea what I'm- I'm lost without you, Kels. <laughs> I am lost without you. I am struggling. I- wait. I just had a thought. Before I wrap all of this up, I want to just say we better get a Jedi in Order 2 game announcement soon or i'm going to lose my marbles because i love jedi fallen order i love the story but i do want like a book or something about Trilla's backstory more i want to learn about her just i even want to see her like being an inquisitor like reading about like her first like say first year being an inquisitor i think that'd be so freaking neat because we know that she's in a lot of pain she still is because she said to cal like um, the pain made me stronger, blah, 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 So, she probably still uses her pain constantly to, quote, make herself stronger, even though we know. Bestie was still... Bestie was a hot mess. But I love her for that. <laughs> I love her for that. But I'm looking for a Jedi Fallen Order 2 game. But if it doesn't have Trilla in it, that's gonna be really... It's gonna bum me out. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, that's it. That's all I really wanted to say. This was this is why sometimes i feel like a script for me for like solo podcast episodes would be good but then it wouldn't be authentic then you wouldn't be getting the true becca experience and this is the becca experience without kels this is what a podcast with just becca is like it doesn't make sense i sometimes stop mid-sentence i forget what i'm talking about because i'll dissociate But, you know, it happened during Darth Chaco's podcast. I dissociated. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I literally said, sorry, I (laughs) dissociated. I still can't can't believe myself. I just... I mean, it's not my fault. It just happens. But. uh (laughs) Um... (laughs) I can't... Yeah, so... Wrapping it up because my brain isn't working anymore and I just don't have any more thoughts. Um, first of all, Fennec Shand is the moment. Grogu is God. <laughs> Ray Skywalker has anxiety. And Trillisaduri deserves a whole cinematic universe the trilla story cinematic universe i would i would watch anything in the trilla story cinematic universe imagine trilla show trilla video game trilla movie and then we'll expand to just the trilla trillaverse the trillaverse and it's like because i know she's in some of the vader comics but like trilla comics like her own comics her own books um, Trilla, like, <laughs> Trilla theme park, the whole Trilla dirty experience, literally any form of media you can consume Star Wars in, I want to see for Trilla. Just everything about this character. I think Trilla VR, Trilla virtual reality, <laughs> is a virtual reality where you get to pretend you are dating. <laughs> like, it would be truly an honor to... Be in the same room as Trillis and Dury. And she only has 13 minutes of like cutscenes in the game. Like, yeah, like you like fight her and she says things and like stuff like that. But with actual cutscenes, she only has about like or exactly 13 minutes. And yet she's such an intriguing character. And there's so much about her that I want to know. And they just, you know, they, they just, they just did what they did. Spoiler. Jedi Fallen Order spoilers, I should have said. Spoiler, they just decided to offer. And I'm like... I don't think every character is deserving of redemption. Trilla has done terrible things. Terrible things. But she was literally brainwashed by the Empire. She was literally tortured and brainwashed by the Empire. She experienced so much trauma and pain, not just because of the Empire, but also just because, well, Lord 66 in general. Like, she experienced so much trauma from that, trauma from the Empire, all of that. Like, and then she, in her mind, she was left behind by Seer. She experienced a lot of freaking trauma she's like like, she's such an interesting character and it for me at least for the cutscene where Cal touches her lightsaber and he sees her memories like some of her memories especially when she first became an Inquisitor if I didn't like I know that we were seeing it from her perspective but it felt like we were also seeing it like I don't know It just- I didn't like that it was just through Cal that we got more of a backstory for- Like, we had a- like, Trilla would do some, like, you know, truth bombs and stuff. But, like, with a deeper backstory, it happened because of Cal touching her lightsaber. Like, I I don't know. I know that we got all of that from her perspective, but I also would have loved to have seen, like, seeing her you know what i mean like seeing her as a padawan like see like seeing her physically as a padawan and like things like that not just seeing like every seeing things from her perspective is very neat and cool and i like that but i also do want to like i don't know experience it from like a third person point of view but the first person was really cool but i do also want that in like third person i think that'd be really interesting I think there's so many aspects to her character that they could definitely expand on. And they should. Will they? I don't know. Because, you know, in the grand scheme of things, she's only is... To some people, she's a minor character. But to me, she's not. She's the moment. She is everything. She is a lesbian. Um, that's just... That's fact. But the trilloverse oh my god i'm i was gonna end this and then i started going on a rant about trillis the as i should i feel like that's valid um but yeah so now i am going to go so this episode's really short so you should have no excuse to finish it if you made it this far good because it's literally as almost as long as an episode of arcane so if you can watch an episode of arcane you can listen to this podcast episode (laughs) um so yeah thank you so much for listening and dealing with this (laughs) i hope you enjoyed the episode got something out of it maybe chuckled or i don't know learned something new who knows but thanks for listening to me even though like i'm a bit i'm a wee bit lost without kel's but i did want to record an episode i've been really like wanting to because i love this podcast and i love that some you know some of you really like it it's cool that even just one person listens to our podcast so thank you for that and oh my god this is the first podcast of 2022 that's crazy um happy 2022 we'll see what happens with star wars stuff with star wars content for this year a lot of star wars content is coming out for those of you high Republic fans who read the new book i obviously am not that far yet but i have you in my thoughts because <laughs> i know you guys are struggling out there um yeah so the freezing rain is getting worse and it's getting louder so that is my cue to go thank you guys so much for listening and don't forget to follow us on twitter and tiktok at queer ascendancy at the queer ascendancy twitter is queer ascendancy and then tiktok is the queer ascendancy and you can find updates and also just random thoughts come coming from our brains (laughs) (laughs) i can't with myself so yeah um that's it stan trellis and i ew my brain was like, see me, the force be with you. That's so absolutely not. Is there anything else, anything else I can say to like close this? Because when the Kelse isn't here this is so much harder. Um <laughs> stream stream Omega's theme. There we go. Bye.